0: Welcome back, ladies, and happy Tuesday. I hope your day is off to an epic start. This might seem a little random, but I'm actually holding my mic in my hand. And to think that I have done like over 170 episodes, and I've never done this before, is so baffling to me. I basically have my mic, like normally when I record, I have this mic in a stand, and then I keep it on my desk. In fact. I don't have a very fancy setup. I basically have this massive, thick book. I use this book called The Food Lab, Better Home Cooking Through Science. It was a gift that uh, a friend of ours got us a couple years ago. And it's just an awesome book, but it's a massive book and it's perfect because it's like, I use it for my mic stand. And so in case you're like thinking about starting a podcast and need, think you need like all this fancy equipment. No, you actually don't. You just need a really nice mic and that's pretty much about it. So the mic that I use, it sits on the stand and then I put that on the book. And so I sit here like frozen in my chair talking into this mic all the time because I don't wanna like touch it or move or anything because I don't wanna like impact, like affect the sound. And so anyways, I was like, this doesn't work for me anymore. I need to like move around because I always get the best thoughts when I'm like out for a walk or when I'm in the shower and I'm like, well, I'm not really gonna record when I'm doing that because I don't think the sound's gonna be very great or you don't wanna hear the water going when I'm in the shower, that would be amazing. There actually needs to be a specific mic developed for shower podcasts because literally you're connected to the earth through the water and that is always when I get the best downloads. And I literally just talked to myself in the shower and then I'm like, oh, if I could just record this right now, this would be an amazing episode. So anyways, this is just so much better. I'm like moving around in my chair. I hope the sound's gonna be okay. And I literally feel like I'm just like on stage speaking and this just feels actually a lot more natural than sitting in my chair. So anyways, just a little aside. Today, we are chatting a little bit about mindset. I'm actually sharing with you... I So I welcomed in new students into my business mentorship just two weeks ago. And many of you know, I run a nine-month business mentorship program. It's called Align and Lead. And it is my baby. I love it so much. And coaching and supporting other women and practitioners and coaches that are looking to build, grow, and scale an online business. It just really lights me up because I know that story so deeply of feeling so stuck and like not loving the job that you're in. And I got fired twice for my job and just feeling so like knowing there's more for you, knowing that there's something out there for you to do and more money for you to make and more time freedom for you to have and more joy for you to have. I know that feeling so well and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to build your business and to step into that entrepreneurial CEO mentality, and I have just been through the ups and downs of building a business, and I'm so excited to be able to share my experiences and my expertise and my knowledge with others so that you can avoid all the mishaps and all the steps, uh, the unnecessary steps that I took. So anyhow, when I welcomed on my new students into our mentorship just a few weeks ago, I always kick off our very first class with a little bit of like some tough love and some mindset talk and just really helping our students sort of recalibrate or maybe calibrate, I guess is the word, to the journey that lies ahead for them. And so I thought it would be really valuable to share that on the podcast here today. And this isn't just necessarily in relation to building an online business. A lot of what I'm gonna share today really is just about it could be you can relate it to so many different areas in your life even health and wellness and your healing journey um, and i just thought it'd be really valuable so the first thing that i always kick off with my students is telling them not to compare themselves and especially in the entrepreneurial world i mean this is really anywhere comparing yourself with other women and body image and how you look, how they look, your hair, your makeup, your clothes, your finances, like all the things, right? So this can really be in relation to any area of your life. But specifically with our students, you know, I always tell them to just stop comparing, like stop comparing yourself. And especially with other students inside the program, we have some students that they actually have more of an energetic capacity and time frame to work on their business. So sometimes they move along a little bit faster. And then we have other women in our program that are working full time and have two kids at home and their energetic capacity is going to look very different. So you can't compare yourself because what is going on behind the scenes in somebody's life, like you have no idea. And so it is so important that you really try and focus and stay in your own lane. And I do think it's very valuable to have others in the industry that you look up to and you really admire. And when you look at their content or you look at their websites or you look at what they're doing and offering and putting out there, that it lights you up. And if it doesn't light you up and you catch yourself in this space of like comparing yourself and questioning yourself and really doubting yourself, then maybe it's time to either unfollow or just get off social media altogether, whatever you need to do to really come back to yourself. So, comparisonitis, it is. Oh, It's so dangerous. I've been in that space so many times, especially as a woman. I mean, I know we go through so much comparison in terms of just body image alone and feeling like we're just not good enough or that we have to be a certain way and look a certain way in order to have success. And that's just not the case. And so... I know for me like especially with social media, I clear out that feed. Like my feed is full of things that light me up, that bring me joy, and I basically my entire feed is mostly food and baking because that's the stuff that I love to do in my free time. Is I love to bake and I love to cook. And so I'm inspired by others who are like cooking up delicious food and have amazing food photography. And I have colleagues who I'm so inspired by and their businesses, and that lights me up. But if there's anything outside of that that I find myself going down this really like negative self talk and like dark hole, I just pull myself out of it, unfollow, and just like I get off and I do the things to help me reconnect back to me. So that could be going for a walk. It could be working out, sauna, getting in the kitchen and baking, having a conversation with my partner and actually like really letting that out and letting him know what's been showing up for me. And just having that support network around me is really important. So I know that's what works for me. And maybe that's something that may work for you as well. But The comparison game, it's a nasty game. And so I always share that with with my students, with my new students when they're enrolling in our program and yeah, just kind of helping them to recognize how, how much of a vicious cycle it can be and it can really impact their results and their success. Okay, next up on my list that I always share with them is that building your business is not a rush and it's so important to have realistic timeframes. And this is also the same thing when it comes to your healing journey and your health journey. It's not a rush. You can't expect to... Take some program and in four weeks be magically healed. And it's the same thing with your business. You can't expect to take some course online and then all of a sudden in like six weeks you've got this amazing business and you're making all this money. It doesn't work that way. And if somebody ever tells you that's the case or enroll in my six-week become a millionaire program, like run the other way, it doesn't work like that. There is a process to go through there's so much learning to go through and the thing that i think we don't recognize is Sure, it might take like, I'm just going to use this as an example, like in our mentorship program, one of the things that we teach our students is to host a webinar, right? And there's a whole process to putting a webinar together. And there's so much that goes on in the back end to have it really be successful. And so, and tech that's involved and all that stuff and putting your slides together and the content and the information, like there's a lot of steps. And the thing that we sometimes don't realize is like, We might think in our head like, oh, yeah, I'll put some slides together. I'll put a webinar together. But then we go and do it and we don't realize how much resistance we have to doing these things, like how how often we end up questioning ourselves and doubting ourselves and our abilities to actually present and show up online like so many of us don't realize the resistance that's going to show up. So. Like one of the big things that I always notice is students that want to show up on social media and they're excited about it, but then you ask them to go and like go on a story and be on camera and then like, no way, there's just no way they're going to do it. And all this resistance comes up and they start again, questioning themselves, doubting themselves, thinking they have to be perfect or they don't look a certain way. And like, it's so confronting. And so we may, in our heads, think there's this easy timeline. Oh, yeah, give me a couple of weeks. I'll put this together. But we don't realize the amount of resistance that can really show up when we start to to dive in and actually do the work. And this is also the case when it comes to your healing journey. If you're on a protocol, you often don't realize the resistance that's going to show up with like friends and families and events and just different things in your life, or you just don't realize how there's one day you feel so energetic and you feel so good and you commit to your protocol and everything is great. And then the next day, something's thrown off, you have a headache, you had really terrible sleep, and then all of it just kind of goes out the window. And again, there's so many things that we just can't plan for, and the resistance that show up can be really wild. So you have to really honor that process and know that building your business, your health journey, whatever it is, it is in rush. You're here to commit to it for the long-term. You need to have realistic timeframes, and that is really gonna help take the pressure off. Something else that I always recommend, my third tip and my third little recalibration is to, if especially if you're enrolled in like one program in one course, so I always tell our students, like, if you are here and taking this mentorship for the next nine months, do not go and take other programs and courses and trainings because there are a million and one ways to grow your business. And what's gonna happen is all these different voices and ideas and things are going to come into your head. And when you have too much information, you end up becoming paralyzed and you don't do anything. And especially in the health space, same thing. If, oh my God, I mean, we see this all the time with weight loss, right? Like how many different ways are there to lose weight? millions of ways to lose weight and you know what at the end of the day they all work the thing that matters is that you just commit to this one thing and you follow through with it so when you are taking in all this information from like 10 different practitioners and working with so many different people or three different naturopaths and you're doing like 15 different tests at the same time It can become a lot and it can actually paralyze you from doing anything. So I really suggest to just like pick one thing, stick with it, be consistent with it, work with that long-term and then you can move on to the next thing. Another thing to keep in mind is that you are going to fail. Yes, you're going to fail. You are a human being and somewhere along your journey, you're going to fail. And if you can reframe how you see failure and actually look at it, from a standpoint of learning and education then you that's success on its own your mindset dictates so much about your success and your growth and if you keep getting into this mindset that like failures makes you makes you a bad person it's you're never going to be successful because you failed at something you launched something that didn't work and now you're going to give up like that's not the mindset of a ceo the mindset of a ceo is okay I did this thing, I put it out there, it didn't really work, let me go back and see what I can retweak, what did I miss, where can I maybe get some support and somebody that can come in here and help me and look at the things that maybe I'm overseeing. That's the mindset of a CEO. So you have to recognize you are going to fail. You are human and it is okay to fail. I did not get to this amazing business and this awesome team by all these incredible successes. It didn't work that way. I got to success because I failed so many times and I kept picking myself up and dusting myself up and showing up for myself and just doing it over and over and getting better and better at it each and every time. So it's really important to reframe how you see failure and recognize that it's just part of the process and you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have bad days, there's gonna be ups, there's gonna be downs and sideways and all sorts of things that happen with building an online business. And so recognize that you are going to fail. And again, this totally relates to those who are on a health journey right now. It's the same thing. You're gonna have failures, you're gonna have good days, you're gonna have bad days, like I said. And so just recognize that's part of the process. And the sooner that you can actually recognize that, the more ease and joy and flow you will be in in that journey. So really just like honor that and accept that as part of the process. Okay, ladies, I quickly want to interrupt today's episode. I hope you're enjoying all the info that I'm sharing, but I just want to plant the seeds about the delicious Pumpkin Spice Organifi Gold that you've got to get your hands on because it's pumpkin season. I am obsessed with all things pumpkin. In fact, something that I'm trying to master right now is making pumpkin cinnamon rolls. So stay tuned because if I do master them, of course, I will share the recipe over on my Instagram and on our website. But definitely head on over to Organifyshop.com. Check out the Pumpkin Spice It is truly one of my favorites, and it's loaded with anti-inflammatory herbs and these delicious spices, and it really is an amazing drink that you can have warm before heading to bed. And my other favorite Organifi product is their gold chocolate. So there's the pumpkin spice and there's the chocolate. Both of them I love very much. In fact, I pretty much used almost all of their products and the gold products are, are really delicious because if you're looking for just like a really simple latte to make and something that's not stimulating, these products specifically in the gold lineup, they are really meant to help support rest and also support your immune system. So head on over to Organifyshop.com, enter the coupon code HEALTHYHORMONES at checkout and you can save $50. 15% off, And if you're also looking to combine that with something else to calm your body, you guys know I really love the Eaton Hemp CBD oils. I use the extra strength and I take one dropper full at nighttime. Often I will take it when I am drinking my pumpkin spice latte or my chocolate, my hot chocolate. I will also take it sometimes at night with some magnesium or 5-HTP. Those tend to be like my go-to products at night and part of my routine to just really help me unwind, but the CBD oil is really fantastic and the extra strength is my go-to. So again, I take the Eaton Hemp extra strength CBD oil. It is full spectrum and I take one dropper full before I head to bed. It is also a really fantastic product to take if you find that you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and irritability and PMS mood swings and cramps. So especially in that second half of your cycle in your luteal phase. If you're really feeling those PMS symptoms, CBD can really be helpful. So again, you can head on over to eatenhemp.com and get your save on. You can save 20% by using the coupon code healthyhormones. Go check out all their amazing products. All right, back to our episode. Okay, my next tip is that Especially when it comes to business, there's something that I always say to my students, and that is that we don't do emotional business, we do factual business. So what I mean by that is emotional business is, for example, putting something out there, it failing, like you go, maybe you launch a program and it doesn't do so well, and then you come back to the drawing board and you're all, okay, I suck, my community hates me, nobody likes me, I'm really bad at this, I'm not smart enough, well, now I need to maybe go take this program because I need to learn more stuff and be a better coach because I don't know enough and you start getting in this like emotional downfall, right? And so that's emotional business and we don't do emotional business. If you put a program out there and it doesn't do so well, we wanna look at the facts. We wanna look at what did you do Let's look at actual numbers and conversions. Let's look in the back end. What does your copy look like? And I know some of this may potentially go over some of your heads because maybe you don't know some of this sort of like marketing language and it's totally okay because it totally is another language like really it's a whole other language to learn so if you don't really get it it is totally okay I didn't know it in the beginning and it was something I had to learn myself so factual business is really looking at the numbers it's looking in the back end looking at your tech looking at the platforms what are their conversion rates what is the opt-in rates like What does this all look like? Looking at just all of the data and just seeing where you could go back and retweak things and make things better. So that's a really important part of the process. We're not here to do emotional business. This has nothing to do about you thinking like, you don't suck. You're not bad. It's not that you're not good enough. And I know that's the stories we keep telling ourselves and that keeps us small and that keeps us from really reaching that next level. But it's really looking at the facts and that's going to tell you why things may have failed and again it's not a failure it's just why things didn't work out the way you wanted it to and setting those realistic expectations and timeframes and going back to the drawing board and seeing what you can tweak and refine and another thing too that I often see is sometimes we set these like really high expectations like We see other people in the online space launching online programs, and then we compare ourselves to their success and the amount of money that they're making, or, oh my God, launched their very first online program, made like $10,000, so I'm going to go do that. But like, it's easy to see that from the outside. We don't really know how long they've been at it and all the work that's been going in the back end, and then we start comparing ourselves, and then we go and do our thing and launch our thing, and we get... $2,000. And now we start going down this whole rabbit hole of like emotional business and doubting ourselves on the whole thing. Right. And so it's so important to set these realistic expectations, especially around money, because what I often see is students being like, yeah, I'm going to go sell this program in the next three weeks and and make 10,000 because somebody else did it. And it's like, great. I love that you have this drive in you. But also we have to look at these factual things like your list size and your community size and like the connection you have with your community and engagement and that's going to help us predict how you're going to hit those numbers. So again, it just comes down to the facts. Like let's lay out those facts and get really clear on that and that's going to help us get closer to our our income level, our next income level that we want to hit. So this was definitely something that I got caught up in numerous times in the beginning of my business. Like I would hear, you know, so-and-so had this like six-figure launch and -and so-and-so had this like $300,000 launch. And I'd be like, what? Like I go and launch stuff and it's like $5,000. Like what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? I suck at business. I'm not good enough. I literally went through that cycle over and over and over again. And of course, like once I started to dig in and look at the data and really understand what was going on behind the scenes, here I am with a list of like, 1,500 people and the people who are selling $300,000 literally have 500,000 people on their email list. And that's why they're hitting bigger numbers. So it all on the outside, it all looks really shiny and pretty. But again, we got to look at the numbers and we have to look at the facts. It's like the really unsexy stuff, which really leads me to my next point is that when it comes to your health, When it comes to your business, it's accepting that you are going to be doing the boring and mundane stuff over and over and over again. Like, literally, it's the stuff that moves the needle forward. Like, I sit down at my computer every day and I write emails and I create content and I do this podcast, and like, it's once you've done 100 times, like it becomes pretty boring and mundane. Like You're just doing the same stuff over and over again, right? And I sit down and look at the numbers and look at the conversions and all the stuff that's happening in the back end. It sounds so unexciting, but it is the stuff that matters and you're going to do it over and over again and you have to be okay with doing the boring and the mundane. So when it comes to the boring and the mundane, I want you to think about... The basics, if you're listening to this and you are a health practitioner, a nutritionist, a coach, and you wanna work with people in the health space, you have to think about the basics you want your clients to implement when it comes to nutrition, right? Like how many of the basic things do I talk about on this podcast? Hydrating, getting in enough protein, getting in eight hours of sleep, getting in regular movement. These are the things I talk about all the time. It's so boring but it's the stuff that actually matters and it's the stuff that really moves the needle forward. So when you're building your business, get used to doing the boring and the mundane. That's the stuff you have to consistently show up for. Okay, next up is that you need to love what you're doing. Like you have to fall in love with your work. I am so in love with my work and it comes through me, especially my students in the mentorship, like, It is something that is felt like they know that I'm not there just like going through the motions. I'm showing up with like this excitement every single week, supporting them, excited to coach them, sharing new ideas like I love it. I love the work that I do. And you really have to fall in love with your work. Don't just go out there and launch programs and put things together because you think that's what you need to do or it sounds good no do it because you are so in love with it and that putting it out there is truly going to make a difference and truly transform somebody's life so that's why you create it it's so important to love your work so like, I love to do my podcast. I love to show up on Insta Stories and Instagram and like share content. I love to create content. I love doing all of that work. And so you need to really love what you do because there's such there's a powerful energy behind that and that energy can really be felt. Okay, and lastly, it's so important to think about your revenue goals. Every time I enroll students into the mentorship program, so what happens is I have a complimentary business call so that I could truly understand where people are at, where their mindset is at, their goals, what they envision for their business. Like I really want to get an understanding about what that looks like for them. And then from there, I can really see if they're the right fit for the mentorship or not, because it's important that I am working with students that I'm in alignment with and vice versa. I want them to feel in alignment with me. And we only take on a small cohort because we coach you one-to-one. There's lots of group coaching support. We actually help implement your tech. Like there's a lot of hands-on pieces. And so we don't take on a ton of students because we really want to give everybody like that high touch support. And so every time I do our complimentary business calls, I always ask about, revenue goals. And in the next 12 months, like where do you think you want to be like with your revenue? What does that look like? What's your money goal? And I would say 95% of the time, the response is, oh, I haven't really given that any thought. And so it's so important to have a revenue goal because let's face it, if you're building a business, business isn't a business unless money is coming in. So As women, I feel we're really uncomfortable with this topic and we feel just really hesitant to talk about money, to ask for money, and we really need to start changing the story around this. And it's actually one of the reasons why... If you're listening to this in real time, I am launching a two-day online business retreat called The Energetics of Money. And I'm launching this because I want to help women reframe their money mindset. I want them to work through some of their money stories and their limiting beliefs around money and I really want to help you sort of reprogram your subconscious mind that's really keeping you stuck from reaching that next level of income and we're going to do that on day one we're going to dive into all of that on day one and then on day two I'm going to talk about sales and your offers and like having an actual sales call and like really showing up in your authenticity and being able to really communicate and like own like own it, just really own that you are in sales. So that's what the Energetics of Money two-day business retreat is going to look like. I'm really excited for it. It's coming up on November 4th and 5th. And if if you are interested in that, just connect with me over on Instagram and uh, send me a direct message and let me know and I can send you the details on that. Okay. So when it comes to your revenue goal, I want you to sit down. I want you to map out what that looks like for you, there's actually two questions that I always ask students. And that is, what's the comfortable number and what's the uncomfortable number? So the comfortable number is the number that you need every month that is gonna help you to pay your bills and then maybe, and, and then some for like a little extra curricular stuff and things like that, or going out or whatever. Like what's the comfortable number? And then what's the uncomfortable number? Something that when you say out loud, you're kind of like, whoa, is that actually possible? So we want to be uncomfortable, but we still want to be realistic with this. Like this isn't like, "Okay, well, in the next 12 months, I'm starting my business from scratch and I'm going to hit a million dollars. Like that's unrealistic, right? But hey, I'm starting my business from scratch and in the next 12 months, I want to hit 100K or 150K. That's actually realistic and that might be really uncomfortable for you, but it might also be something you really want. So I want you to sit down and think about that, the comfortable number, the uncomfortable number, and just own it, like really own it. Don't question the number that comes to mind. Don't start doubting it. Just sit with it and like just learn to really be okay with that and accept that you're so deserving of that and you're so worthy of that. and. Money isn't about greed. Money isn't about you. For me, and I can obviously just speak for myself here, is like money is about what I get to do in the world, how I get to change the world, where my dollar gets to go, and who I get to support. And we need more powerful, amazing, authentic loving women making money so that we can put that money to good to do good in the world like that is really what we need right now because there is a lot of greed going on and it's very masculine and it's very controlling and we need to really flip the story on that and it's you and it's me that's really going to do that so we need to start stepping into that truly owning it so that is really what the first class in my mentorship looks like. I always dive into these topics and really help to you know, just help our students onboard. In this way and like kind of get their mindset in the right place and just really get them like connected to their goals and to their vision and to really recognize that like listen yeah you are going to fail and it is going to be hard and there's going to be ups and downs like i'm not here to sugarcoat it i want to be really honest and real and authentic that building a business is hard but it's hard work yes but it actually doesn't have to be hard like you get to actually Decide that you get to decide whether it's hard or it's easy and yes it's hard work but that doesn't mean reaching your goals and doing it has to actually feel hard and be hard it can actually be easeful and it can be joyful and it can be very fulfilling but when you can't accept some of the like failures and the mishaps and you keep beating yourself up and especially if you're not working on the mindset piece and that real like personal growth piece it can feel really hard. It can feel like you're just coming up against so much resistance. So I really hope this episode resonated with you today. If it did, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. I have two different Instagram accounts, so if you're following me on the nutrition account at Holistic Wellness Foodie, but if you want to dive deeper into the business stuff and the entrepreneurial stuff and the energetics of money and all of that, you can follow me at Samantha underscore Gladish, and I will definitely be posting there about the energetics of money two-day business retreat if you wanna join me there. So thank you so much for listening to this. I really wanted to share this with you because I got so much amazing feedback from the business Q&A that I did back in August, which was episode 165. So if you want to dive into that and you want some deeper insights into identifying your niche and social media growth, you can listen to that's episode one. And so I've been kind of just getting the nudge from the community to dive into topics like this. So I might do something like this every month or every six weeks and kind of dive into the business and entrepreneurial journey and really share some strategies with you. And of course, I do have my Holistic Business Collective Facebook group. So if you want to join me there... It's free. It's on Facebook. So just search for that on Facebook, Holistic Business Collective. And that is our amazing community group where we do free trainings every other week and just give some really great info. We have some different master classes that we host. I post all kinds of business strategies and tips in that group. So if that's what you're looking for, then come hang out with us there. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being with me. Have an amazing day. And if you haven't left us a rating and a review, you can do so on any major podcast platform as it helps our episodes and the podcast get seen so we can support more women globally. And you sharing that is just, it makes me really grateful because you sharing it means that you are connected to the information and you want to help other women too. And it's not just me and my message that needs to get out there. It's also you and your message. So perhaps this episode is going to inspire you to take charge of getting out there and growing your business. If that is uh, something that's been pulling on your heartstrings. But again, just sharing the episodes means a lot. And that's how we help people is that we share and we get this information out there. And I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for being with me today. Chat with you all next week. Take care. Uh